Hi, and welcome to the Virtuosity Project podcast. My name's Lisa Hetherington, and I'll be chatting to you each week about all things CrossFit, motivation, life, a little bit behind the doors of a CrossFit affiliate, and anything else that we think might provide you with some education, uh, give you a little bit of entertainment and some inspiration along the way. So thanks for listening. If you do enjoy what you hear, please feel free to give us a review on iTunes through the Apple Podcast app. Uh, That would help us out a great deal. Leave us a review, give us a rating. We would really love that. And please share this with your friends. All right, let's get to today's episode. Hey team, and welcome to another week of the Virtuosity Project. Firstly, thank you once again for everyone that has reached out after last week's episode and after other episodes that we've had and given us some cool feedback on uh, what I've talked about and what you'd like to hear about moving forward. Um, Thank you to everyone that's taken the time to drop us a review on iTunes and also subscribe. Uh, Really appreciate it. That stuff is uh, helpful um, in more ways that you know, and I love reading them, and I'm super grateful for you taking the time. So if you do like the podcast, please uh, feel free to share it with your friends and family, anyone that you think might get some value from it. Uh, it's a project of love for me, uh, just something I've started to try and um, help give some people some, give you guys some a uh, little bit of inspiration, uh, some mindset stuff, help you, you know, you live your best life. And that's why I sit down and do this every week. I don't profess to have all the answers, but hopefully you can find something useful out of each episode. And that's why I go about it each week for you guys. So time to check in this week. How's your week been? Uh, my week's been pretty good. Uh, Took some time out for myself at the end of last week, at the beginning of this week, um, and built a garden, did a few things that I've I've been neglecting around the place. Um, Good for the soul, spent some time with some good people. So hopefully you've been able to get some time into your week and done some things that make you feel good, maybe broken the rules a little, uh, been a bit more flexible and taken some time for yourself or done something that matters to you because that's really important in our day-to-day lives. Uh, So this week I wanted to talk about, um, I'm just going to call it your 100%, so what your your 100% is on any given day. Um, Talking to some members, um, (coughs) excuse me, over the course as my journey as an affiliate owner and a coach, you know, we notice as coaches when people come in and they're not quite at at that 100%, but you can see that they're giving you everything that they've got on that on that particular day. But it may not be what they would normally have on, on a given day, and it can be contributed to by an awful lot of things. And I quite often say to people that, um, to members or clients, that uh, your 100% is going to vary day to day. Um, so my 100% today could be equal to 75% when I'm on fire and having a cracking day. Um but as long as I'm giving, you know, my 100% or my max effort that day, then that's all I can really ask for myself. And sometimes that involves being a little kinder to myself, um, maybe changing up my program that I was planning to do, maybe going a little lighter, uh, maybe spending a little extra time on some mobility. And for me personally, some days it means just doing something that's going to make me feel good. I might come in to do uh, my program on any given day, and this was particularly true when I was competing in powerlifting and I was doing some long preps for like worlds and 
and like nationals and stuff like that. And you do a prep for eight or 12 weeks and powerlifting training is pretty tough. It's pretty heavy. It's pretty grindy. Every week is, you know, something hard and the weights get heavier and they're, you know, one hour to two hour sessions to get all your lifting in plus your accessory work. It's, you know, kind of a tough grind. And there would be some days I'd go in and I knew that I hadn't slept well. Um, I'd had some, you know, stuff going on. Mindset wasn't in the right place. So some days I would go in and just think about, well, what I need to move today. I need to get something done. Um, and I would give myself something to do that I enjoyed. So the goal would be I'd hit the basics of my program that I had to get done because that was really important. And as my reward for doing that, I would do something that I really love to do. So whether that was, you know, doing a, a quick 10-minute EMOM with the Atlas Stones or dragging a sled or throwing a sandbag around, you know, fitness was still going to be gained. I was still going to make some strength gains. I ticked off the basics of my program. But I did something that made me feel good and was good for my soul, uh, helped keep my motivation up and kept me moving on that day. Um, and that's the important thing is that I still moved. I did something and I worked to my capacity. Now, is that what I would have normally done on a day where I'd slept well, eaten well, didn't have any stresses or pressures? Um, maybe not. I probably would have lifted more weight or gone harder or heavier. But sometimes it's just been enough to, to simply move. And I know that for me, particularly since I've owned the affiliate, um, as often as I've tried to is to do the the program that I've written for the for the box, when time has been short and pressure is high and you're under stress and pressure and you've got a lot of things to deal with, you know, and I have a chance, you know, maybe one week I have one hour to train. So in that hour, I'm going to program something that I like to do. Um, it's still going to be challenging. Um, I'm not going to be going at 100%, but I've moved and I might spend, you know, the, the session doing a little bit of bench, maybe some dumbbell accessory work, um, maybe some snatch technique um, from a hang position because I find that more comfortable um, and move through. Maybe I'll do a simple Metcon of some sandbag over the shoulder and some dumbbell cleans and some step-ups onto a low box um, or some kettlebell swings, something that I know that I enjoy doing. I'm still going to work hard. I'm still going to get some fitness out of it, but I'm making the most of that time and I'm not beating myself into the ground quite often and I'm not beating myself up mentally as well. Um, which is the big thing and I guess the, the thing I want to focus on today for everyone is is being kind to yourself in that moment. So like I had one of my guys this week come in and he was feeling a bit flat and, he, and you know, he would normally have crushed this style of workout that we had but the deadlift bar felt heavy. He was struggling with, you know, the, the scaling progression for the jumping bar muscle-ups, just didn't feel himself with his energy and his um, just felt weak, and you know what? That can happen. He was pretty down on himself. If you look at, if I looked at his notes, he wrote in the um, our tracking app, um, and also in a conversation we had the next day about it. It's pretty down on himself. Yeah, I don't know why, and not a very good performance, and so on and so forth. But there's no value in beating yourself up. He was smart about it. Listened to the coach who was coaching that morning. Um, dial back the weight, dial back the intensity, scale the movement right down, um, still did the workout, 
worked for 21, 22 minutes, got some fitness happening. So um, definitely improved his fitness even by doing lighter load, far more than had he decided to stay at home. Um, but did the work, did what he was capable of and worked at his capacity that day, I have no doubt. Um, it's not usually a person that I would say would, you know, deliberately dog a workout just to cruise. Definitely worked at his capacity on that day. Um, was that different to the day before or the day after or any other day trains? Absolutely. And it ebbs and flows. Um, this particular member has, you know, some young children. Um, there's a lot of pressure on time, um, having a family plus also outside commitments. You know, not you might not sleep through the night. You might not have had adequate nutrition, probably maybe didn't drink enough water. There's a whole heap of things that can contribute to that. The quality of your nutrition, quality of your protein, if you're taking a protein supplement, we spoke about that, not taking one filled with, you know, shitty fillers. Um, all of those things can affect it. And it can be like you just had a rough day at work, you're feeling tired, you're feeling flat. It can affect your energy levels and you come into the gym with the best of intentions, but it's just not there. And and those are the days where it's okay to say to your coach or even your coach sees it before you do, let's just drop back the weight today and let's just move. There is so much value in that. Um, if you can take the pressure off from mentally beating yourself up, and that's that's the key thing, um, is when we get into that cycle of beating ourselves up and thinking about, oh, I should be able to do this or I could be able to or, you know, Fred in the next class, I can normally beat him but now he's trashed me today. Like it doesn't matter in the scheme of things. It really and truly honestly doesn't matter. What matters is what you do in that moment. And if you hand on heart know that you've given the best you have and you're in that moment and you've, you've given your coaches the best, then that's a win. You know, you came in, you didn't quit. It was hard. It felt harder than normal. And tomorrow is going to feel better um, or the next day. Um, but you still got it done. And that's, that's got to be the win. I've got friends who are runners and, you know, some runs, training runs are just shitty, man. They're just, they're long. I know when I was training in running because I thought I could be a runner, turns out not a runner. Um, but that's okay. I own that. I'm designed to lift heavy things. But I went for a period of a year or so when I was doing the Michelle Bridges program where everybody was running. So I was like, okay, everybody's running. I'm going to run. And I entered a lot of fun runs and I did city to surf and, and you know, I would do the training runs that I had to do that my coach at the time programmed for me. And a lot of them were just horrible runs. And I felt like not doing it and I felt like quitting, but I would always turn up and do it and I was slow. But the thing that gave me inspiration is some of my amazing running friends um, who run ultra marathons and ultra trail runs and they, you know, have run over 50 marathons um, and they've battled injuries and they, they keep running. They would post on uh, Twitter and stuff we used to talk at the time about, how hard the run was and I was like wow if these guys are finding it hard then it's not so bad that I'm finding it hard and it made me sort of at least keep on going to know that it wasn't just me that was feeling like it was sucky but I'd go out some days and it would it was just a miserable run but I got it done and I ticked it off and that was the best I could do on that day and I'd cycle through and keep going and do the events and um, probably the most miserable event I ever had the misfortune to do is the 
King of the Range run where we ran from Withcott at the bottom of the Toowoomba Range all the way up to Picnic Point. Now I, I entered in running with um, a good friend of mine, Nick, and we did it as part of the, uh, just a challenge for the 12 WVT. That's the hardest thing I've ever done physically. Like I have pulled utes and trucks in Strongman. I have lifted heavy weight. I've run with weight. I've trained for Strongman. Um, I've trained for powerlifting. I've done CrossFit. Everything was hard, but nothing as hard as that run. Running up that bloody mountain, um, dead last, hating myself, hating life, crying most of the way, feeling pretty bloody miserable all the way up, and it was cold. It was like two degrees. Um, to finally get to the top and get your medal, and at that point I was like, I'm not running again. This is I'm done. This is this is too hard. But you know what? I went back out, I think it was about three weeks later for the Gold Coast where I did a 10K run, had the best run. A couple of months later, did City to Surf, or a month later, did City to Surf, had the best run. Was I fast? No. Did I hit my goal time? Absolutely not. Did I run all the way? Nope. Definitely didn't run up Heartbreak Hill. I'll give you the tip. Um, but I looked around. I saw the music and the um, the city to surf is amazing that people have got their stereo speakers out on their balconies and they're having beers, which is awesome for them, blasting music and bands along the way and music and the same for this, uh, the Gold Coast half. And I actually had good runs. I wasn't last. I kept one eye on the collecting truck behind for people who weren't going to get in within the time. And I had a much better event. So had I stopped after just based on one bad event, or one bad run where I didn't feel it, then I probably wouldn't have had those positive events where now I can look at my medal of from city to surf or the Gold Coast 10K and go, yeah, they were, that was fun. I remember when I got to this point and there was a mariachi band or, you know, someone high-fived me as they ran past me, like all that sort of stuff, or people standing beside the road cheering, like that stuff's pretty cool. So, it you know, it doesn't matter whether your endeavour is running or CrossFit or lifting or even, like, for me, for golf. Like, you know, some days you're feeling it um, and some days you're not. And as long as you're giving your best in that moment, that's all you can ask from yourself. And you've got to step back and give yourself a bit of kindness. Um, and, look, hands up, I am the worst in the world for doing that, that I can't do that very well or I don't do that very well. Um, but it's something I'm working on and something I recognise um, that sometimes you've got to cut yourself a bit of slack. Now, whilst I say that sometimes that you know you've turned up, you've done the work, and and that's the win in it. There's also a lot of benefit in sometimes recognizing when you should not train, when you simply just need to take a mental health day, and just give your body a chance to relax. Now, I'm not saying that that's something that you go to as the first resort. Uh, one of the the strategies I use is. Okay, I'm going to get dressed. I'll I'll just do it for ten minutes, and then if I still feel shitty after ten minutes and it's not working, then guess what? I'm I'm going to stop, um, and um, that and give yourself permission to do that. But usually, once you start moving in some way or another, then you go okay. Get the blood pumping, the happy endorphins start flowing, and things start to get a bit better. And again. You need to check in with yourself and go, okay, well, today is not the day to go all out. It's not the day to set a new one rep max. It's not the day to beat my PB um, for a workout. Today is a day for me to move and to be kind to myself. And I've, you know, I've talked to members a lot here at uh, CrossFit 4504 over the years about 
taking that as an opportunity to nourish the soul. And sometimes your soul is simply nourished by taking a day, uh, sitting in your garden, uh, watching Netflix for an hour, reading a book, just stopping the world for a day. And there's absolutely great value in that and coming back when you're refreshed or recharged. Sometimes when you're training, when you're a bit overtired, haven't slept well, a bit burnt out, um, haven't recovered well, super stressed, your mind is elsewhere, is when a little injury might sneak in just simply because of the fact you're not mindful about what you're doing, you're not tuned into how your body's feeling or how your body's responding. You might be a little lazier, a little more lax with technique, push yourself when you probably shouldn't and then next minute that's when we get a little injury ping in or something doesn't quite work for you. So I want my members to train mindfully and be aware of what their body's feeling and it's okay to say today I'm not training. I often say to, to members if they turn up and I've done it a few times when I can clearly see that they shouldn't be training, they're either sick with a head cold or something or you can see they're run down or even in the conversation they're talking about how stressed they are or how under pressure they are and how miserable that they feel and I'll suggest to them that if particularly if they've been the only person in the class I'll say cool well let's have a choice today like why don't you do some romwad here in the office for 20 minutes and do a bit of that stretching and then we'll see how you feel and maybe we'll go we'll do something else hit me up with what's your favorite thing to do and because I know my members, I usually know what that's going to be and we'll go out and we'll do that. Cool, let's go do a light bench session today. Or if there's more than that one person in the class, I'm going to give them that option to, um, okay, well, today you're in class, good, let's keep you moving. Um, tell you what, today won't you just work on some strict strength? So let's hit some strict press sets. The class might be doing heavy back squats or they might be doing a big uh, Metcon. Um, a big workout, high intensity, that's what they need. That's not what they need on that day. Let's just stop the program for a day uh, for you and you can come over here and do this. So they're still coming to class, hanging out with their buddies, still talking trash, having a laugh, try and make it fun and lighten the mood for them and they're still moving their body. So they're still getting the benefit of that but without the pressure of having to perform in a high intensity workout. Or they're taking half an hour in the office, they're going to hit some ROM mod, they're going to go home in a much better frame of mind, got a few things off their chest, we've had a chat um, while they're stretching or I've made them laugh, um, we've played silly buggers for a bit, um, you know, been silly, had some fun and then they go away slightly happier. Now, physically, have they gained much in fitness? Not a huge amount in that, but, they've, you know, they've benefited clearly from some stretching. But what they've gained mentally is probably worth far more and that they were kind to their body, they've removed the risk of being injured um, because their focus is very clearly where, where it needs to be. They were training mindfully and they were on top of their game and they're going to come back tomorrow refreshed and ready to go. And they also know that we have their back, that we're not here just to beat them to the ground every day because that's not um, our goal here anyway. Um I know every affiliate has its own idea about what CrossFit is and every coach and owner has their idea about what people should expect. Um, for us, it's about a holistic approach to everybody's wellness, um, making sure that they're, you know, doing well physically, emotionally, socially, in any way that we can positively contribute to that. 
So it's taking that step back sometimes and, and members can then come to us and go, look, I'm not really, I'm a bit tired, I didn't sleep well. Do you mind if I go lighter today? Or if you notice, if one of my coaches and, and myself notice someone's going lighter, that's our cue to have a conversation with them. Oh, how come you're lighter today? What's going on? And that's not what's going on. Like you need to up your weight and, and move your ass. Don't be lazy. That's not what we're about at all. It's like what's what's checking in, what's going on. Oh, I just, you know, I feel like I've got a headache coming on. I feel like I've got this. Cool. Well, why don't today you do this? Let's dial it right back and maybe let's change up that movement for this and swap this out and maybe let's have you just work for, you know, 10 minutes today. Do it more like an every minute on the minute so you can rest every minute in your cycle and, you know, we'll cruise through. Fitness was was achieved. Um, fitness was gained on this day. But nobody died. They don't feel shitty about themselves or hopefully, um, and that's about getting into that um, place in your head and, and being kind to yourself with what you're saying. But it's also about self-care and recognising in that moment what you need to do. So your 100% will vary day to day and it is it is contributed to, you know, did, did your boss yell at you at work? Are your co-workers dicks? Are you doing extra work that you don't want to do? When you get home, do you have pressures at home, family stuff, um, you know, unwell family members, you're a carer, all of that stuff, you know, dealing with relationships and navigating those, whether they're long-term relationships, new, ending, uh, ending relationships, beginning relationships, all of that sort of stuff, family relationships, uh, you know, romantic relationships, friendships, they all take time and they take energy. Um, and if something's out of whack, all of those things take energy from you and you give that away and then it's what you've got left to um for yourself to do what you need to do for your self-care so we need to keep some of that and be able to recognize when we're down on that and that's why our performance might be down the longer that you follow a training program you're going to pb a little less regularly but we still want to see that continual improvement but sometimes you know you might be, every time a testing day comes up, it might be just at the wrong time for you and then all of a sudden you'll hit a big PB. So it's just about moving through that and being being kind to yourself and being aware that, you know, not every day do you have to knock the lights out. I'm fairly sure, actually I'm 100% certain, if I had the privilege of having uh, Matt Fraser or Tia Claire Toomey uh, chat to me on this little podcast, um that they would say exactly the same thing. Not every day in training are they knocking the lights out and they don't want to. You know, they're going to com compete, you know, maybe three or four times a year. The rest of the time is training. In training, you're not always going 100%. You're not always knocking the lights out. And um, I remember hearing a podcast with, with Matt Fraser where he was getting some programming from Ben Bergeron and Matt would look at it some days and go, nah, you know what, I'm really feeling like doing X, Y, Z today and that's what he would do. He wouldn't feel locked into, oh, I have to do that. You know, Rich Froning will regularly program, what have we done? What do we feel like doing today? It's been a heavy week. Let's just do something for a bit of fun and, and throwing it up on the board. Um, and that's going by a bit of feel. Now, when you're a member and affiliate, you don't have the luxury of doing your own programming. Um, but what you do have the luxury of is having expert coaches to guide you and can come up with some alternatives for you and they should come up with alternatives for you and I know that's what we very much do here for members and whether it's working around illness or injury or you know just a mental health day I can tell when when members come in and they're not right and 
you know, I know what their potential is, but then I also know when the day is to make, you know, push them towards that potential. And the other days is let them go a bit lighter and go, okay, well, just move. Um, one of my longer term members here, you know, I know that she can swing a 16 kilo kettlebell with ease and handle a 15 kilo dumbbell. But her training's been a bit hit and miss. She's a little bit out of sorts, kind of missing her tribe a bit um, due to family um, stuff that she has to manage that's taking her her time and work. So now when she comes in, am I saying, hey, you need to hit that 16-kilo uh, kettlebell because I know you can do it. She, her answer to me will be, oh, I just wanted to, you know, I wanted to do the 12 today because I know I can do those unbroken and I can work a lot faster than resting more. I'm like, cool, all right, well, let's do that today. But your goal is to now do the 12 unbroken rather than being a hard ass for the sake of it and saying, nah, um, I don't I don't give a fuck how you're feeling. Get the 16 kilo kettlebell and swing it and don't rest. That's not what we're about and that's not what happens. There is time and a place for that, don't get me wrong, and, and that's those conversations I've had with members when I've pushed them when I know that they're fully capable, they're in the right space to do it and they're just lacking confidence. So we're going to give them a little push and a, a little little challenge. Um, but by being a good coach, um, as all my coaches are, and, and being able to read our members and know where they are, we can help them feel successful and walk away with a win. Uh, for you guys that train by yourself, whether it's running or, or um, swimming or triathlon or all those things, if you don't have a coach, you know, this is an area you need to navigate by yourself and you need to get really good at recognising when it's okay to just take the foot off the gas a little bit. Yes, you've got performance goals that you might want to meet for a race and you're on a timeline for that. Um, but, again, it's weighing up the, the the cost versus the reward for that. Like do I take the foot off the gas today, meaning I can perform better long term, or do I push through and I have a week of subpar performances, which then adds more stress and pressure to me? It's all those sort of things um, that here we think of for the members and we look at the long term. We're playing the long game here. Um, as I say to them regularly, sorry, guys, to burst your bubble. You're not going to the CrossFit Games. We're training for life. We're training to have you as fully functional adults well into later life that you can move, you can wipe your own butt, you can shower yourself, you can get down and up off the floor, you can play with your kids and your grandkids. Um doing you know going nuts today you know may impact that down the track and it's knowing when to pull the trigger and when to pull back and that can be a hard balance for people and I know hands are up here firmly I'm still working on that particularly when I'm you know talking about my own mindset when it comes to training I know what I used to be able to do versus what I can do at the moment and I know all the reasons for that but it doesn't make it any better and no one is harder on me than I am. Um, if you were party to the conversations inside my head when I was running, you'd know that. Uh, very unpleasant conversations. And if someone had said that to my face, I probably would have, you know, dropped them with a punch. So that that voice in our head can, you know, it can keep us safe at times, but it can also, you know, drive us to a bit of distraction and maybe make us be a little harder on ourselves than we need to do. And I need to be a little uh, more flexible with myself in regards to, you know, what I could do versus where I'm at and look at where I'm at and say, well, this is where you're at. So we work with what we're at. You can't work with the way that you used to train four years ago. You know, your life's different. I have different pressures, different commitment needs now, uh, different things that need to take priority. 
and I'm gradually learning how to fit all those things in um, to make, you know, to be more successful and, and to get things back on track. So just a few thoughts on your 100% and being mindful of the fact that it does vary every session, um, every day. Sometimes it can vary um, in two halves of the day. If you happen to be someone who's training in a multi-discipline sport, so you might train morning and afternoon, totally different, uh, you know, things could have happened in the middle of the day that affect it. Uh, you might not have recovered from the morning yet. And all of those things added up can make a big difference. So just try and tune into your body, be a bit mindful, listen to what your mind's saying, um, listen to what your brain's telling you, but also listen to how you're feeling and then look at it also analytically, look at the data. Did I sleep well? Did I eat well? Did I have a fight with the dog on my way out the door? Did the kid, you know, vomit on my way out the door? I got to training, I was rushed, I was frazzled. All of those things make a difference to your training day. For those of you that have coaches, particularly my members here, you know, talk to your coaches. If we haven't picked up on it, um, come and see us. Let us know before class. Talk to your coaches. That's what they're there for. Uh, for those of you that aren't lucky enough to be trained by us, um, shameless plug. Um, but talk to your coach. Talk to your mentors. Uh, let them know where you're at and then they can absolutely and they should absolutely be able to help you and guide you. If they're not willing to and don't, they're not the right person for you. You need to find the right person for you. You need to find the, someone who has got your back and will help you navigate through your own performance and, and recognise obstacles and roadblocks before you do and don't let them trip you up. But above all, be kind to yourself through the process. This is a lifelong journey of training and wellness and our, our journey to wellness is lifelong, clearly. It's not just... You know, fitness is not a destination. It, fitness is just part, is the journey that we go on. Um, there's no end point to fitness. There's no end point to, to, to wellness, really. Um, we want to be fully functioning, well adults, happy and thriving. And that's all I want for you guys and all I want for my community here. So with that being said, uh, that's it for this week. Remember, you can email us. You can hit me on Instagram if you have any suggestions for topics or any feedback. Jump onto iTunes, please subscribe, leave us a review. We love all that sort of stuff. Um, be kind to yourself. Have a great week and I'll check in next week, team. Hey, team, Lisa here. Thanks so much for listening to The Virtuosity Project. It really means a lot to me that you guys give me half an hour of your ears each week. If you like what you hear, please feel free to jump across to Apple Podcasts, give us a rating and a review. Um, that helps to get us showing on their content database and also appreciate um, your feedback. And, and thank you for those who've taken the time to email me or let me know how you've gone with the little weekly challenges I throw out or any ideas for guests or topics. That would be great. We are trying to organize some guests. So um, thanks for listening. Hope you have a great week. I uh, look forward to talking to you next week.